0: Hello and welcome to Cream of Caroline, the most trusted casserole lifestyle podcast in America. I'm your host, Caroline Hatchett. Tonight we have Alan Gilmer in the house and Alan's life honestly is one big Beautiful casserole. He recently announced his entree into politics. He wrapped a 200 plus mile bike ride to raise awareness and funds for AIDS. He is a Weight Watchers spokesman. Mm hmm. Uh, he has a day job too and one signature dish Vanessa's Mac and Cheese. Welcome to episode 13. It's going to be creamy. what's in the oven so my guest alan brought over his signature macaroni and cheese for the episode and i wanted to make a strong supporting dish to round out the meal and i found the perfect recipe especially if you have some leftover ham and mm, i don't know say your husband went to the farmer's market and was supposed to get cue ball squash but instead he bought acorn squash definitely didn't happen William did it uh, it's ham stuffed acorn squash found on page 66 of the 1983 Southern Living annual recipes cookbook the recipe comes from Mrs. James Barden in Suffolk Virginia this is a super straightforward recipe honestly I thought it might be a little bland but Miss Barden knew her stuff here's how it goes slice the squash in half scoop out the seeds place in a baking dish, cut side down. You're gonna pour half inch water up the sides of the squash, cover and bake 30 minutes. It's gonna steam them, they're gonna get super tender. You know, pull them out of the oven, cool them down a little bit and flip them onto their backs. You're gonna drain the water and season them with salt and pepper. For the filling, saute onion and celery and a little bit of butter. Add a cup and a half of ham, two tablespoons of brown sugar and just a little of Allspice. Stuff that into the squash, cover, bake for 15 minutes on 350,
1: uncover, bake 15
0: minutes more. Mmm!
1: That's what's in the oven. Casseroles in the news. Oprah Winfrey is back in the casserole spotlight. She has invested in the national restaurant chain True Food Kitchen. The healthy eating spot recently opened its first New Orleans location, and on the menu, spaghetti squash casserole with crushed organic tomatoes, caramelized onions, zucchini, and fresh mozzarella. That sounds amazing. Farmers and the meat industry denounced an advertisement by British grocer Tesco this week. In a video, little Chloe comes home from school and says she no longer wants to eat animals. So her dad Carl swaps meaty bringers for vegan sausage in his signature casserole, accented with cumin, coriander, and a little mango chutney. He says, I love my meat, but not as much as I love my little girl. And finally, just before the Jewish high holidays this month, Jubalong, a nonprofit that works to get disengaged Jews back to religion, sparked outrage with its ad campaign. One poster read Even if you think kugel is an exercise you do for your vagina, Jubalong. Well, I know my listeners know a kugel from a kegel, but hey, both are keeping it creamy. And that's your casseroles in the news.
0: Okay, listeners, we have a very special guest in the house tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, an AIDS advocate, a cyclist, a fellow University of Georgia graduate, mm-hmm. and the 2020 presidential candidate that you've been looking for. Alan Gilmer. Welcome! Yeah! I'm so happy to have you on. I'm
2: so excited to be here.
0: So, secret, not secret, you are one of my husband's first friends in college.
2: Uh huh. That's true. You met in the
0: dorm. Yeah, like day one. Day one. Day
2: one, summer of 2003. He was. 2007
0: Mm 3. He was so awkward and like (laughs) sad then, so thank you.
2: I mean, my hair was.
0: (laughs) it, it, It needed its own dorm
2: room, it barely fit. Uh.
0: August in Athens Georgia for hair that you like don't know yet know how to control
2: thank you yeah it's not
0: cute
2: oh it was uh, like a crisis and I couldn't figure it out till I moved to New York City four years later
0: yeah I had a sorority sister who was like um here's a straight iron (laughs) can we do something with this I've been attacked by one of those before
2: (laughs) But yeah, uh, we used to be hair twins.
0: Oh, probably. Yeah,
2: because he had he had curly hair. Oh yeah,
0: oh, he did. Yeah. Before he lost yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> now it's now he's he's bald, but
2: it's still cute. Yes. Oh
0: my gosh. We, of la- we, it's, of we like we like a bald you. man. So word on the street is that you make a mean casserole. Allegedly. Allegedly. So you you brought it here tonight. Oh yes. Uh, tell me about it.
2: Well, it's um, famously named um, Vanessa Mac and Cheese. Okay. Okay. And um, it is, it is amazing, which um, we can get into later, the, the definition of that word, mm-hmm. which I invented, which starts with a capital O. <laughs> um, but this mac and cheese, I mean, it's pretty damn good if I do say so myself. And I'm not really like a cook, but I am a mac and cheese enthusiast, so I figured out how to make it and it took a lot of error and a lot of trial, but we got it right.
1: So is this an original recipe?
2: I mean it's something that I found and then I twisted and made my own and okay. then like re I've remixed and now it's mine. So okay. it's Vanessa mac and cheese.
0: And how, how much how much do you cook? Is there anything else in the repertoire? I or? Mean,
2: like I cook because, like, as one of the many faces of Weight Watchers, mm-hmm. you know, you got to stay healthy and, like, make your own food. And, like, the takeout thing is, eh, it's, it's efficient, but it's not really the healthiest thing. So when I joined Weight Watchers, like, mm, what was that, two years ago, I learned, like, basically learned how to cook all over again because I wasn't really much of a cook.
0: Yeah, I have a very fraught relationship with Weight Watchers. I used it uh, to hide an eating disorder in college, and ate like no food, Mm. uh, and then drank a lot.
2: Oh, right. So there are your points. And it was there, my (laughs) points. It was very
0: successful. But you moved to New York. You were a designer.
2: Yes, yes, ma'am. Interior designer.
0: A field from which you have retired. Yes,
2: I've retired after Um, ten years, ten long years.
0: And you felt like you were out of shape, right?
2: Yeah, I was working uh, as an interior designer at a very demanding and busy uh A list interior design firm. I was working with the one percent and uh had huge budgets, huge projects, houses all over the country, Hamptons, Miami, Arizona, you know, all over the city. Uh which required everything I had to give and then some. Yeah. So working these long hours, you know, twelve hour days, and uh for a long time my office was located above Whole country fried chicken. Oh my gosh!
0: They put the sugar on the chicken oh. and the mac and cheese. I mean, it's also. so good, though. Yeah, yeah, no. But it's you good. know,
2: when you're working and it's you know eight o'clock, nine o'clock, you're starving. And you
0: smell it, right?
2: It's literally downstairs, so yeah, that's yeah. kind of like okay. I mean, it was my fault. I gained the weight myself, but yeah, it, it got to the point where I was like, no ma'am. And this
0: was flat iron,
2: so your... flat iron, part? right? And then our mm-hmm. office moved uptown, and then whatever. I just made poor decisions, and I wasn't. I had. I was doing the AIDS ride but that was seasonal. Mm -hmm. So like I really didn't fully immerse myself and I was not in as great a shape then. So I snapped to it. (laughs) I, um, I saw, I saw my idol, Oprah Winfrey Mm -hmm. on, um, the Colbert show or no, it was when he had the late show with Stephen Colbert, right? His current show, which, Oh, amazing. Mm -hmm. She was promoting her new cookbook uh, food, Health, and Happiness, which she wrote um, for weight. Like, it wasn't a Weight Watchers book, but it had all the Weight Watchers points right, and a recipes. Struggle forever. Yeah. Uh, and it was this incredible book, and she started talking about Weight Watchers, and I was like, oh, like, she she made scrambled eggs with salsa and, like, you know, a little truffle zest. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, well, I could do that. Like, this seems doable. It's not so hard. So I, I joined Weight Watchers the next day, January 4th. 2017 (laughs) and um downloaded the app and followed along and like was through that journey i learned how to cook and that's how it happened and then i lost the weight within 90 days wow uh it wasn't that much but it was enough for me it was 25 pounds which i've kept off which is i think almost harder
0: yeah, totally. Maintenance is
2: almost harder than losing it, because losing it 90 days was Especially amazing. Especially when but... you start getting older. <laughs> right, and you just want to, you know, luxuriate and drink the red wine. Okay.
1: As we're doing right now. Ooh. No, I,
0: I joined Weight Watchers after spring break of my freshman year. Uh, the photos that came back, we were still printing those, you know, the little right. digital, like, snap yeah. and
2: shoot.
0: Oh, yes. I hope that those are never found. they <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look,
2: we all go through phases. Not
0: cute. Not cute. Um... Tell me about kind of your Weight Watchers success, and and like you've done a lot of things with the program. It's not just a twenty. You're kind of a
2: oh yes, you're kind
0: of a minor Weight Watchers celebrity.
2: I mean, yeah. <laughs> when w- the when I went to Weight Watchers, like the actual headquarters, and everybody knew my name, I was like, oh my gosh, is this what it feels like to like? It was it was kind of strange. It was strange. Everyone knew who I was, and I was like, this is so strange. So to back it up, so on the Weight Watchers app, which is now called WW. Okay. On the WW app, um, there's a social media component, so you can like post photos of your journey, and like it's actually really encouraging. I wasn't that serious about it when I joined it, but then I started like reading through the feed, and I mean the things that people would post were just beyond moving. You know, people just really struggling, or right. you know, people who had to lose like hundreds of pounds, and you know, day one, and like people, you should. I mean, I was blown away by the comments that people would write and in support to try to encourage these other people so i started sharing photos of my journey and just was like you know i'm a guy on here i don't think there's that many other guys doing weight watchers so like i'm gonna just put this out here and like see what happens and like on day one i was like here i go and i got like 900 likes the first day and i'm like what what is this okay (laughs) so i kept posting along my journey and that's how they found me um so they reached out to me uh like the Weight Watchers people mm-hmm. um, for some story that they were going to do in Weight Watchers magazine about connecting with Oprah. And I was like, Oh my God. And so I answered all these questions that they had emailed me. I sent it back, heard nothing for months and was like, Oh, okay. So I guess this isn't happening. Then I heard back from them months later and they said that magazine story is not happening. They, they literally called me on my cell phone. They said, we're doing this series called connecting with Oprah where we um, profile members, uh, profile their success stories Mm -hmm. would you be interested in participating and you're
0: like "Uh, like is this a
2: joke like i'm like yeah and it was just that simple and then they were like yeah we'll, we'll be in touch with you about dates and you set it all up and so it took several months to make it all happen but um it did happen they came with like a camera crew and the whole thing i had a stylist hair makeup you know like it was like legit
0: Right. Like a
2: real like thing. And Wait, I'm like... watch
0: her superstar.
2: Yeah. Like I, I I, was not prepared for everything that would follow. Um, but uh, in all of the connecting with Oprah...
1: Hi. Bruno's growling. Bruno, and, and Bruno's
2: right the dog for those who are not aware. <laughs> and we really should make this a video podcast so they could see. See how cute he is. We'll have but... to tweet a photo or something. But um, I know. In all the other interview, they, they said to prepare for this interview, watch the other ones that have, that we've done. Well, in all the other interviews, they're all at Oprah's house talking to her. I was thinking, like, oh, well, I guess that means, like, she'll be talking to me or, like, Mm -hmm. she'll be with me. So leading up to the uh, the day of the shoot, I said, you know, I asked, is is Oprah going to be a part of this? And they were like, "Um, unfortunately, Oprah's not going to be there. So So I was disappointed. And and just... Yeah,
0: to say the least. Yeah.
2: But just to back it up even further... I've been a huge fan of Oprah since I was three years old. I would come home from Jewish preschool in Atlanta, Georgia and watch it almost every day and it followed me all the way through until the end of the show in 2011. So I was a super fan. I mean, when I was in design school in college, when I knew William back in the day, I mean, I would put like in a, in a rendering of a living room where there's a, a television, mm-hmm. I would put Oprah on the TV. Okay. Yeah, like, it it's, was... It's
0: serious. It was...
2: It's beyond so, serious.
0: Border, borderline obsessive.
2: Uh, more than upset. Like, a religion. Like
0: okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> everything was, like, Oprah.
2: Like, everything was Oprah. Like, everything. I did. If anything happened to, to her in the news or she was in the news, people would, like, call me or whatever. The dean of our school wrote her a letter on my behalf being like, you've got to do something with this kid. You've got to have him on the show, whatever. And uh, I was fortunate enough to go to the Oprah Winfrey show when I was a senior in college this is so serious that's why leading up like the whole Weight Watchers thing is insane because I never imagined like that I would get to her one and that it would be through losing weight like that was not the plan but I guess somebody else had a plan for me I don't know (laughs) but um, so all these years later I'm like I got this far okay she's not coming blah 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 whatever so I get to the shoot that day, and I said to them, um, is there a way I can, like, send her a note or, like, write her an email or something? And they said, first of all, we have a surprise for you. She filmed your introduction. Okay. Um, and I was like, oh my god, can I see it? No. We're not going to show it to you, but she did, she did film your introduction, and we we wanted to let you know, because we thought you'd be really thrilled. And I was like, okay. But I was like, I still would like to, like, have a word with her or mm-hmm. something. So they were like, okay, we know her chief of staff. How about at the end of the day when we wrap, we can do another like shoot of just you talking to the camera. You can say whatever you want to say and we'll send it to her. And I was like, okay. But I also thought they were like, just saying that to like be nice. Right. But we, we filmed the whole day. It was like a, you know, whatever, eight hour shoot long day. And then at the end of it, they followed up and they were like, all right, let's go. And I just sat in front of the camera me and the camera guy and the editor, producer, and I said whatever I could... I don't even remember what I no, said. No, like,
0: how would you even articulate it
2: Well, at that point? I... It was hard, because... Yeah, it was hard, because I wasn't really prepared.
0: And I'm sure she's used to that, too, though.
2: Right. But, like, my entire life was informed by Oprah. Like, for example, let's rewind it even further back. When I was 16 years old, my grandparents... <laughs> uh, my grandfather's no longer, but my grandma is, and she'll be 90 December. we best friends. She called... They called me up on, like, a Sunday... And was like, hey, we saw this guy on the Oprah show. You you need to find him. You need to watch and see. His name's Nate Burkus, and he's an interior designer. And I'm like, ooh, what's that? I don't... Okay. And I, I saw... I turned it on. I watched him on the Oprah show, and, like, it was magic. I was like...
0: And that's... Oh, what, so, what lovely grandparents yeah, you have. Yeah,
2: Like, my grandma has been... Uh, like, we talk... We're very close. She's informed... And assisted me in all major life decisions, including, you know, deciding to become an interior designer, move to New York, like everything. So um, so because of Oprah, I became an interior designer because if not for Oprah, I would have never seen Nate Berkus on her show and never thought to go to the University of Georgia and study interior design. But uh, so I, I told her that story when I when I spoke to the camera and then that was it. You know, the video comes out, my video comes out and seeing her say my name and like do my, I, it, I I'm like, I I couldn't even. I, right. it's it,
0: die now. Like she fine.
2: said my name. She talked about me and my story. And, like, it was insane. And then, um, then they did a really beautiful job with my, with my profile. They featured Cycle for the Cause, the Northeast AIDS ride for which I part- I've been doing for now. I just finished the sixth, mm-hmm. uh, my sixth ride. Uh, and it's. Um, from Boston to New York, so um, and it raises money for the New York City LGBT Center for all their HIV and AIDS services. Um, so they they featured that as part of my profile, which I really loved because I right. wanted to it's give more them of attention.
0: A much like more well-rounded version of yes. Alan, not just about weight, and yeah. food, and all those things. Yes. Oh yes,
2: because and, and, and as and as you'll see in my video, I just said you know I, life was okay when I was bigger. I was just a gay man who ate one too many biscuits. <laughs> like, I just... <laughs> like, it, that's just, it's true. I just indulged too much. And I'm girl, get it together. But um, and you can still have biscuits on WW, by the way. Which I do. It's all about balance. But, um, but yeah, so that happened. And then the video did well. And then um, the video was shown at a Global Weight Watchers meeting. Like... Thousands of people in the audience. Mm -hmm. Oprah was hiding backstage, unbeknownst to everybody. They showed my video. Everyone laughs. She walks out on stage and says, and I hear this afterwards. She's like, I love this guy. The guy who said, oh, amazing. Right. Which I, you know, oh, amazing was a shout out and a tribute to Oprah. Mm -hmm. It's also your,
0: like, official hashtag for everything. Oh, yes. Oh, Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Was
2: she? Oh, yes. So she loved it. And, um. And the, so they called me. They're like, Oprah's talking about you. She saw your video. She loves it. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is ama- oh, amazing. Mm-hmm. They sent me the clip of her speaking about me on stage. And like, that was it. Then that, like, three days later, it was like a Monday. I was sitting at my desk because I work at um, Edward Fields Carpet Makers,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, the finest carpets in the world. So I'm minding my own business at work and since I am in sales, whenever my phone rings, I pick up the phone, right? right? You have to. So my iPhone rings and it says no caller ID. And so I'm like, all right, here we go. Here's the FBI again, you know. <laughs> like don't you get those calls like all the time. Right. Yes, like Catholics with... are a
0: super important business. Oh
2: yes. So I answer the phone and I hear, Hi Alan, it's Oprah. So like I I took uh, time. Time stood still. <laughs> basically, I didn't really know what to say. I just was still, and then she heard me struggling. Like I was like, ah, ah, like literally, <laughs> and like I mean, my mouth is my strongest muscle. Like I'm never <laughs> at a loss for words. <laughs> so she got she caught me, and so she said, "It's really Oprah. It's Oprah." And I said, "Well, hi, Oprah." And she's like, I can't believe you answered the phone because whenever I call people, you know, my number is blocked and it says no caller ID, but you answered. I can't believe it. And I said, well, Oprah, I don't know if you know this about me, but I am your world's biggest fan. So every single time my phone rings and it says no caller ID, I'm secretly hoping that it's you. And today it is. So, and then she busted out laughing. And then we went on to have um, the most beautiful conversation. We spoke for about 10 minutes Mm
1: -hmm.
2: about everything and um and then at the end of the call I, I felt it was wrapping up and I said to her well listen Miss Winfrey the next time you come to New York City I would love to see you and she said oh I would love to make that happen let's do it the next time I'm in New York I want to see you and I said oh, oh are you for real she goes yeah oh my gosh, she's like I'll my people call your people it was that simple like
0: you I have no people I know
2: I'm like I have myself but <laughs> um yeah so that's what happened Um, and I'll leave the cliffhanger, but when I spoke to the people at Weight Watchers about what had transpired and everything, and like, did y'all know that she was going to call me? They were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She had asked for your number, but we didn't want to tell you in case it didn't happen. Yeah,
0: something like, she's a busy lady.
2: But they, I'm circling this all back to the casserole and the mac and cheese because they said at that Global Weight Watchers event when she was backstage, they, and they had shown my video, they were talking about me and she was asking questions about me, and they were saying how I was really passionate about mac and cheese. Oh. And she started asking questions about my mac and cheese. And they, and I'm like, wait, what? So I am still working this out. But I really would like to go um, to Miss Winfrey's house and make the mac and cheese with her. And, you know, like, perhaps with, like, a healthy twist. Because, hello, we are WW. Right.
0: Right. Yeah, tonight's we, not a healthy twist. Though. Tonight's
2: not the healthy twist. We're tonight's not, the. We're not counting yeah, points. Yeah, but tonight. that's okay. You can just have like enough, whatever. Okay. Tomorrow's a new day.
0: And you were recently, you were also recently featured uh, on uh, Oprah and Gail's slang video. Oh yes. Oh yes. Uh, that was very serious for the word wig snatch.
2: Yes. Well, because Vanessa, who's my alter ego, mm-hmm. who primarily comes out for Cycle for the Cause, the Northeast Age Ride from Boston to New York. Um, but yeah, so Vanessa had a wig snatch incident. Okay. Now, so on the, I'll just. Let's
0: talk about that. Okay. Let's break it yeah, down. let's do it. So, so. And you just wrapped.
2: We just finished.
0: How many miles?
2: 275 miles from Boston to New York how, over three days.
0: How many months of the year do you train for it?
2: I start in June. So I train all summer. All summer. Every, I do it a couple mornings a week where I'll do laps around the park, Central Park.
0: So many
2: hills. Yeah, yeah. The Harlem Hills are real. They're
0: super serious. Oh yes, I've done it one time. Oh really? It hurt really bad. It's beautiful, but it's like (laughs) okay. Yeah,
2: well, you get good at it after you do it a little while. But so I do that in the morning, and then on the weekends, on Saturdays, we do our long rides. Okay. um, Which we start, you know, in the city, and we ride, you know, to upstate New York, and they get as long as like a hundred miles. Our longest training ride this summer, which I led, um, was 114 miles. Uh, up to Bear Mountain and over, through like, through White Plains and down wow. back into the city. So these are, like, 10, 12-hour long days of training. But it's fun because you do it with other people. And, and you, you can eat so much. Oh, afterwards. my God. You can eat. We do not count points when we're training because I eat, like, 12 bagels before, like, right. 3 o'clock. Let's just like, be real. Like a
0: good
1: Jew. You're oh like,
0: yeah. You're like the food of my training is a bagel. Oh <laughs> my god, yes. Like usually
2: I'll have like three bagels in a day and I, I I still manage to stay snatched.
0: My my friend Sean has like four bagels a day, but he oh. doesn't exercise.
2: So. Oh <laughs> hey, yeah, see, before I hey Yeah, I ate one too many bagels before I uh, I did the WW. But yeah, so the ride though changed my life, honey. It really did. In what way? I mean, well, it gave me a sense of community, one. Mm -hmm. So it supports the LGBT Center. Mm -hmm. And after getting involved with the Center, I saw firsthand the incredible work that they do. So they provide uh, free HIV testing, Mm -hmm. which for a while was only offered three days a week. But because of all the money we've raised from the ride, they've now expanded it to five days a week. And it
0: was $2.1 million this this year.
2: That's right. That's That's right. They've hired more staff members. They, uh, they started the first ever, um, youth, uh, LGBT, uh, uh, substance abuse program. Okay. The first of its kind in the country.
0: Uh, that was our timer. We're taking a brief pause. I'm going to pop my side dish. I'm going to let your casserole shine, your macaroni and cheese. Oh my God. But I'm
2: doing, I'm
0: doing stuffed acorn squash with like some ham. Yes. Uh, partially because I thought it'd go with nicely with the mac and cheese. Also, I sent William to the farmer's market in my absence. I was in Dallas this weekend, and I asked for one kind of squash. Uh
2: Uh-oh. There's more than one kind of squash? There is a lot. We're going to learn.
0: I wanted avocado squash, which he bought. I said eight ball squash. It was really cue ball squash. It was a summer squash. He did not buy that, but he bought acorn squash. Acorn squash. Which was in the book. So that's what we're stuffing. So, brief pause.
2: Oh, amazing.
0: Okay. Okay, we're in the oven. Uh, where yes. were we? Cycle for a cause. Cycle for the cause. Yes.
2: yes. Oh, so um, so on this amazing uh, three-day bike ride from Boston to New York, on the second day of the ride, we do what we call Red Dress Day, mm-hmm. where we all dress up in red because 400 riders on the road. So
0: this is not just your team. This is everyone.
2: This is the whole ride, including the crew. Wow. We, we okay. had, this year, we had about 400 riders and then 100 crew.
0: Jeez. Okay. Um, and
2: the crew are the people who literally make the ride happen. Mm-hmm. They're working the rest stops. They're driving the vans. They're helping with the hotels. They're medical. They're massage. It's like a moving city.
0: Okay, I would. I feel like I would be more crew zone. Oh, okay. If I were to have maybe a role. next year,
2: cycle for the cause of twenty twenty. <laughs> oh my god, it could happen. It could it very well. And could. then I'm
0: not riding. Okay, that? well you
2: could do crew, and then William can cycle because he could cycle. He told me he goes to the spin class
0: for like. Fifty
2: minutes. He'll be fine. If I can do it, anybody can do it. Okay. Um, but um, yes. Yeah, so we we have red dress day. We all wear red because four hundred of us on the road in red draws attention.
0: Just and a little bit.
2: Just a little bit. Just a just a little bit. I mean, people do stop. But um, it also symbolizes <laughs> um a giant AIDS ribbon. Okay. So it's meaningful and impactful, and it's really it's really actually incredible when you're cycling in. As a huge group in Red Dresses, people in Connecticut, because we're in Connecticut for most of the ride, um, Connecticut's big state. People literally pull over, roll down their windows, they ask us what we're doing, and then when you tell them, you know, I've gotten so many different responses, but the, the, the general response is like, oh, the AIDS ride. Like, you know, there's a lot of other rides and walks mm-hmm. and, th- you know, cancer, etc., but I don't think that AIDS actually gets enough attention because... People just don't generally talk about it, but
1: right.
2: um, there's 133,000 New Yorkers living with HIV, and another 3,000 will be diagnosed next year. Including so,
0: the fabulous Jonathan Van Ness.
2: Yes, who just came out as HIV positive. Yes. Um, and is undetectable. Right. And undetectable means untransmittable. U equals you. Thank you so, very much for
0: the oh, presentation. Yes. Yes, oh, yes. All All the things. No, and it's still it's still present, but, it, you know, it's it's not- AIDS researchers and medical care has made tremendous steps oh, forward. Yeah. Oh, and oh incredible. And there's PrEP. Uh, mm-hmm. So I feel like a lot of people think it's out of, like, sight, out of mind. Yeah. Uh, but obviously it's still...
2: And we, I mean, we have made tremendous progress, but it, we're not done. The fight's not over. Right. So, um, and kudos to Jonathan Van Ness for, for coming out as HIV positive because, you know... Not in a long time have we had someone with that big of a platform to shine a light on this. So like applause applause to him. Yeah, I
0: know. He if I I feel like if I met Jonathan I would I might die.
2: I mean we'd be right. sisters. Yeah. <laughs> he was once I once ran into him at Barracuda and I gagged. <laughs> oh my, hi Jonathan. Oh, love him, but um, oh, so back to red dress day. Yes. So, my alter ego, Vanessa, mm-hmm. um, she's kind of the queen of red dress day, mm-hmm. and she wasn't always the queen, she kind of had to work for it. Okay, in the first year I did the ride, I didn't really know like protocol. Oh, she was busted, let's just yeah, <laughs> but then the next year she got it together, she got a new wig, new dress, new heels. Some bigger breasts, mm-hmm. and she won best in show, best oh, dress. And muscle. so, oh yes, thank you. And so that was 2015 and then 26, she's won awards every single year and she's had to step up her game. Obviously. So, and then it's become this whole like thing and she has her own Instagram. I am Vanessa.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but so on, uh, last year's ride, which was my fifth ride, I felt like, you know what? Vanessa needs to have her farewell tour. She needs to go away. It's time for someone else to come in and, you know, s- you know, stand in the light. Yes. You know, I can't always be... Can't
0: always. <laughs> I mean,
2: and, and this and this was inspired by Oprah taking herself out of the run, running for winning um, for the Emmys because okay. she won so many Emmys. It just wasn't fair. So I felt like, like you know what? I need to let somebody else win. Um, <laughs> and I want to see other people rise up, you know? Right. So I decided to have a farewell tour last year and then I threw a wedding at five in the morning on, so we wake up very early, like breakfast is from five to 6 a.m. And then we start cycling at 630. So I planned a surprise wedding, um, complete with a custom couture red wedding dress with custom bail, um, to mama natrix, Julie's alter ego. And I had bridesmaids in the whole nine yards, like 15
0: in the middle of a race.
2: Yeah, yeah, at at five something in the morning at Foxwoods Casino and Resort. Oh my
0: gosh!
1: Yeah, you're so in, you're kind
2: of insane. I'll have to show you all the video and everything that went down. But um, it like you you really like can't make this shit up. Like I now pronounce you man and wife. I kiss the blah blah blah. Yay! I'm starting to walk off stage. Everyone was gagging, and then all of a sudden I feel a tug. My veil was attached to my wig, and my maid of honor, Badia. we still don't really know what went down I mean I do and I have all the receipts but she she snatched my wig and there was a wig snatch and it was all on film so (sighs) yeah so that's what I posted and shared with America getting ready for this year's uh ride okay so
0: and then O picked it
2: up yeah oh yes oh yes Oprah and Gayle but wig snatch it's a thing
0: it's a no it's serious so
2: you know it will never happen again but yeah, so Vanessa had her farewell tour and she went away. Okay. So so
0: if people want to get, whether or not they can ride uh, or volunteer, mm-hmm. how can people contribute to well, the
2: cause? It's, Well, thank you for asking, Caroline. Um, they can go to cycleforthecause.org and all the information is on the website. Um You can either register or you can donate Mm -hmm. um, or you can visit the link in my bio on my Instagram, which is just Alan Gilmer, Mm -hmm. A-L-A-N. I have no time for E's or double L's, but yes, Alan Gilmer and the link is in my bio if you wish to contribute to my page I'm also captain. Uh, so there's teams.
0: Okay. There's now, lots so of different. How many people are in your team?
2: Well, this year we had 23 people. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So we're the Young Leaders, which is a, uh, the Young Leadership Council of the LGBT Center. Okay. So we're called YLC or YL. Mm-hmm. We're Young Leaders. And it was an incredible experience. Between the 23 of us, we raised $144,000. So we know how to raise money. We're we're pretty good at it. Uh, They're strong fundraisers. So, um, yeah, it was really exciting being captain. And I can't wait to do it again next year. So if you're listening and you're interested, maybe you want to not only do the ride, but maybe start your own team.
0: You go, girl! Yes, you just have to get ready for Red Dress Day. you got to get
2: ready. Like, start now. Because, like, Vanessa starts very early. Okay. So, but yeah, after her farewell tour... I mean, like share. you mm-hmm. know, for every farewell, <laughs> there has to be a comeback.
0: Well, and your comeback is pretty impressive. I mean... I have the exclusive on it.
2: Yeah, you do. This is... Before People Magazine.
0: Right. So, uh, I invited you here tonight in part because I wanted to help you announce your, your run for 2020 President. That's presidency. right.
2: Vanessa 2020. Oh That's right, y'all. Gosh. Vanessa is running for president. So, of the United States,
0: I'm so excited. I actually, I'm pretty torn. I mean, every I think all of my listeners know that I'm a Democrat.
2: Uh, <laughs> <Obvs>. <laughs> I'm, I'm
0: I'm pretty torn between candidates right now. So yeah. I'm really in a listening phase where I'm 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 act- I genuinely. I mean, this genuinely, yeah. I'm super open. That's great. So tell me about why you decided to run oh. and and what your platform is.
2: Vanessa you know what Vanessa likes to uplift inspire and her main passion and purpose is to end AIDS okay so I've seen all this mess out there and there's just a lot of it but Vanessa feels like you know what she could throw her wig in the ring and (laughs) and can and uplift inspire and, and 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 AIDS and so as president now I'm speaking as Vanessa. As president, I will end AIDS. And that's my platform. That is Vanessa's platform.
0: Who is? Uh, who are you going to pick for a running mate if you make it to the final contest? Oh my gosh.
2: That's such a wonderful question. Well... My girlfriend Michelle, as in Obama, <laughs> um, has already said no, and obviously we all know that Oprah has said no. So I'm, she can help
0: you with fundraising,
2: though. Well, yeah, Oprah's gonna help me with fundraising, and she'll definitely come out and you know speak on my behalf and come to go door
0: to door. Oh
2: yeah, she gonna canvas in the Iowa. Like yeah. absolutely, yeah. Miss Winfrey. Okay. I mean, she canvassed for Stacey Abrams I know. in Georgia. I know. Who? Oh God, I love Miss Abrams. Like. Yes. Mm. But, uh, you know, that I, I really, I don't know. Someone else asked me that recently. So, you know what, let, let me just get the nomination and then we'll think about it. But we have lots of options.
0: Okay. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. So I, I do have some casserole related policy questions. Oh my gosh. Because I, I know that your, your primary objective is to end AIDS, but you're going to need to surround yourself with intelligent people oh, yes. uh, who are going to advocate for, you know, special interests. Right. And I have some special interests.
1: Oh,
2: my.
0: So uh, I just want to know whether you're for or against uh, the the following five policy issues. Um, Dromo. Would you like to reinstitute uh, home ec classes so that America's youth will learn how to cook?
2: As an elective? Wait, they're gone?
0: In most schools, yeah. Oh, really?
2: You know what? I have to say um, I was frightened of home ec mostly because I thought... It would out me Right. because I am a gay man, but like I was in the closet then, and I thought if you were good at like baking, baking pillows and baking, that that would yeah. that was not a good thing. Clearly, I was wrong. But what I learned in Homec was actually quite educational and helpful.
0: So you're gonna bring it back.
2: I I I can't believe it's gone. So yes, bring it back.
0: Okay, great. Uh, how do you feel about naming my birthday, which is September 20th, a national casserole holiday? Oh,
2: absolutely. Oh
0: my gosh, this is. Oh yeah, like. All the right answers. Yeah, as long as we
2: can have a Vanessa day.
0: Okay, we can totally have a Vanessa day. Uh, <laughs> how do you feel about serving and sending tuna noodle casserole to starving children abroad to help spread American values?
2: Oh, God. Absolutely.
0: Okay. I mean, like, like exclusive, that's, like, all I can eat is tuna noodle casserole. Yeah. I
2: yeah. mean, yeah. even I could make a tuna noodle casserole. Yes. Like, yeah, who couldn't? In fact, I love, I love a tuna noodle casserole. Yeah. I mean, it's basic, but, like, come on. We love back to basics, right?
0: Yes. Uh, so getting a little deeper, a little more serious. uh How do you feel about updating the Second Amendment uh, to say that we have the right to bear and eat casseroles? And just, like, throw out the whole arms thing.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, I would amend that amendment to say we have the right to bear casseroles and mac and cheese. Okay. Then I would like put so that in the constitution. Mac and cheese is like a Yeah, yeah. And that would probably become go before the the assault weapons ban. So no, one, no one can
0: take that away from us. <laughs> no. And then the last policy point, how do you feel how do you feel uh, about using cream of mushroom soup enemas as a form of torture for enemy combatants? Absolutely. <laughs> or Tabasco
2: sauce. <laughs> it's a little acidic. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow, that's
0: strong. So you yeah. you really are, like... Oh, I'm... Yeah. You believe in, like, protecting our country. And oh, our, and, and our, our hot sauce. Yes, okay.
2: And casserole.
0: Okay, brilliant.
2: I feel like we should have, like... Oh, oh, this is what I was thinking about on the way over here. So, like, you know, like... I don't even know if they still do this. But, like, back in the day, how they would have, like... The, the candidates have to have, like, that silly bake-off, which is so ridiculous and right. antiquated. But, like no one wants a cookie or whatever it is that they make. Why not make it be a casserole bake-off? Like, all the candidates would have to, like, make a casserole.
0: I love it. I mean, and then America can vote.
2: Right. Oh.
0: Okay, so... Uh, so, Vanessa 2020, everybody, you know, look for Vanessa on the ballot. And, yeah. And and, and... and if you want
2: more information, you can visit org because that is also Vanessa's platform.
0: Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, where... So... Two things before we get to this beautiful dinner. Oh, yeah. Um, first, we haven't talked about your day job.
2: Oh, yeah. So cute. Oh.
0: I hope... It, I, yes. So tell me.
2: Well, um, it, it it merges right into politics because I work for Everfield's Carpet Makers, mm-hmm. which has been around since 1935. Um, and... Uh, is famous for doing the White House. Mm-hmm. So Vanessa already has her eye on... <laughs> she already has her eye on the exact carpet she's going to put in the oval. And it would not be the first oval that we've made. Okay. But, um, so I, I do work for Edward Fields um, in sales. So we are a custom made-to-measure carpet company. Uh, and we are uh, to the trade only. So I sell uh-huh. to interior designers, designers. and architects. But yeah, so we make um, the most beautiful carpets in the world for residential and commercial spaces. We do retail, we do yachts, we do aviation. I mean, if there's carpet, we we can make it. Like we'll we'll put carpet anywhere, including in the outdoors. Oh yes,
0: day job. Mm-hmm. My carpet. day job. Love That's it. right. Uh, and so. Just to reiterate, how can listeners find you uh, and follow you? Oh my goodness. So they'll goodness. know all about your life and Vanessa's run. The
2: adventures of carpets and Vanessa and Cycle for the Cause. Mm-hmm. Well, you can find me on Instagram, Alan Gilmer. That's in money E-R.
0: or you can probably just look at the hashtag amazing. Yeah,
2: if you hashtag amazing, you'll find me. Or you can find Vanessa, whose handle is I am Vanessa. Okay. With a B.
0: Vanessa.
2: With a B, yeah. Okay, fabulous. Mm. Not to be confused with Vanessa Williams, who is a fan of Vanessa. I mean, obviously. That's another right. podcast. Right. That's a whole other podcast <laughs> and a whole other casserole.
0: Oh my gosh, I think we're, Mr. Nicholson arrived as we were wrapping mm-hmm. up. He's here. And I think we're going to get to dinner. Oh, yes. Thank you. Alan and Vanessa. Yes.
2: Thank you, Cream of Caroline. Thank you so this much. This has for been so amazing. Today. Fabulous. Thanks for having me. Let's eat.
0: It's dinner
2: time.
0: So, t- okay, what is actually in the mac and cheese, sir?
2: Am I supposed to tell everybody? Yeah, you, yes. Well, it's kind of a secret, but... I
0: mean, well, give us what you can.
2: All right, so if the Vanessa mac them. and cheese,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I'll tell you what makes it, what sets it apart is um, cream cheese.
1: Oh, There's whipped cream cheese
2: in it. Okay. Um, which, um, oh which has to be accompanied by um, <laughs> other secret sauces, which I can't really reveal, but there's a lot of different cheeses. There's like Cheers. a cheddar, there's a guillier. Okay. There's this amazing truffle gouda that's in it. And then- the um, tr-
0: Where does one get truffle gouda? Um, at the Whole Foods. Really? Yes,
2: and then- um, Okay. Oh gosh, I hope it's still hot enough. No, it's making
0: like ni- It's making that nice casserole noise, which is like my face. Like, okay. Oh, yeah, it's good,
2: we're good. Okay. little well, of the buzzle, the, the
0: sizzle? Is it a lot of cheddar?
2: There is a good amount of cheddar mm-hmm. um, and then it's topped with some breadcrumbs. Um, there are some secret things I put into that that I'm just like you mm. You're not going to tell me. No. Are there eggs? No. Okay. No. It's actually, it's not difficult to make, but it's always a, a pleaser. Okay. And we like to please people. Yeah, and Considering I, mean, I like, was not always a decent cook. Mm-hmm. You know?
0: When William and I were broke, we ate like just macaroni and cheese was like our meal. That's... Like, the whole thing. Like, we might day. put some veggies in. You're going to lose all your ham there, oh, Alan.
2: No. The we'll Jew look. who lost his ham.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, My mm-hmm.
2: rabbi will never okay. forgive me. And tomorrow is the Day of Atonement. Tomorrow night.
1: Uh, so... Well, I'm at least here. you have something to atone for. Right. I gave you that. Yeah. You're welcome. Mm. So, and I think...
0: I mean, your only... Vanessa's only real casserole competition is Amy Klobuchar. Oh. Amy's a...
2: Is she a casserolita?
0: I think she wins hot dish, which is like a tater tot situation, and okay, I, she wins competitions in us. Minnesota, Minnesota.
1: Okay, yes. Amy.
2: Well, if Amy wants to like have a have a sit down, mm-hmm. have a casserole off, mm-hmm. I would welcome that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I feel like you're you're probably polling like you're just right below Andrew Yang. I feel like you're really close.
2: Yeah, that's fine. hmm I mean, Beto loved Vanessa when he met her. Oh, you oh. met Beto? Oh, yes. And, uh, well, I went, Oprah interviewed him earlier this year, and mm-hmm. I was there in the front row. Oh, yes. Okay. And I met him, and it was lovely.
1: Okay.
2: But, yeah, I thought, I really thought, you know, you were talking about running mates. You know, all these names go really well with Vanessa. So it could Beto be Vanessa. Beto Vanessa, Biden Vanessa. <gasps>
1: Oh, if Biden could be your running mate, then I might be able to get behind Um, him. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He needs some youthful edge.
2: Yeah, I think a drag queen VP would be the right way to go.
1: Beto,
0: Vanessa, Biden, Vanessa, whatever the ticket, listeners. I hope that casseroles can help bring us together in the coming months. Mac and cheese helped unite Oprah and Alan. It also brought him back to William's life and mine. And that's pretty amazing. Until next week. Keep it creamy, guys.